Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus. Pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. You know, growing up as a kid, I pretty much mapped out my life. So I laid out a plan, but the reality is that um, a lot of that changed. You know, what's frustrating sometimes is that our actual life plan doesn't always work out the way that we thought it would. You see, maybe for you tonight, you didn't land the job you wanted. Maybe you didn't get your ring by spring moment. Uh, Maybe you're getting your 12th Christmas card with a picture of somebody else's family on there, right? So where is God when your life doesn't work out the way you plan? See, it's hard to trust that God's in control. And it might be going good for a little while, and then all of a sudden, it shifts course. And sometimes we wonder, where is God in all of this? It's hard to trust that he's in control. But I take comfort in knowing that I am not the first person, and I'm not going to be the last person to feel this way. So many times when you're growing up, they'll ask you, what do you want to be? And like little boys, I want to be a fireman. I want to be a police officer, you know. I remember we would go to NASA as kids. And so we had this whole thing with space camp and, you know, wanting to do that or, you know, every, every year we would change what we wanted to do. But as you get older, you lay out a plan and you think, sometimes we even pray on it and we think that this is what God is ordaining for us. And when it doesn't happen, sometimes it can be frustrating. But I want to tell you this, that nobody gets that more than Mary and Joseph because what happened in their life was not in their plan. See, Joseph and Mary... They're all excited. They're planning to get hitched. And all of a sudden, an angel told Mary that she's going to have a baby. And not just any baby, but the baby that would later save us from our sins. And you know what? We read that story so quick. But imagine, all of a sudden, you have got the save the dates. You've bought the wedding invitation. You've got the dress. The whole thing is laid out. And then God sends his messenger to change your plan. You know, we think, oh, how cute, you know, Mary and Joseph and the baby. But sometimes we don't think about what Mary may have went through. But remember this, Mary isn't married yet. People, including Joseph, would have had a pretty hard time believing that she actually got pregnant from the Holy Spirit. You see, consequences could have been dire for Mary if anybody wanted to make an example of her. So yeah, their life plan got shaken up a little bit. So when we think about what we have gone through, just take a moment and think about Joseph and Mary. You know, their life plans get changed all the way around. So what can we learn from Mary and Joseph when our plans don't go our way? And I want to give you three things tonight, three things that we can learn from Mary and Joseph. And the very first thing was they trusted in God's plan. Mary could have insisted that having a baby wasn't in her life plan. How many times has God allowed things in our life that's not in the plan that we were expecting? Amen? I've gone through things with my kids, and each one of them were never in my plan. You know, each of them faced certain things, and none of that was in my plan. But God has a big plan and the right plan. You see, instead of rejecting God's plan for her life with fears and worrying, what the Bible says is that she told the angel these words, she said, be it unto me 
that God has chosen me, that she decided whatever it is, I may not get it. It wasn't what I was thinking. This was not in my plan. But God, if you want this for my life, be it unto me. And that's something that we can learn from Mary. When things aren't going our way, when God says, no, I want you to do this instead of this, we got to turn to the Lord and say, you know, God, I don't get it. This wasn't what I was looking for. This is not the plan that I have in mind. But Lord, if it's your plan, I'm going to take it. In life, so many times, you know, I think of a, a ship, like we're the captain of our ship. How many times has our ship crashed? And then we want to jump back in the captaincy. And God says, look, the best thing that you can do is actually release your plans to the Lord. Amen? You see, we have to be careful that even other people can try to ship your plan. See, because she was willing to trust in God's plan more than her plan, she got to be the mother of Jesus. And she played a huge role in his story on earth. You know, we can all learn a lot from her willingness to trust God even if it would have been easier for her to follow her own plan. Sometimes it is hard to do his plan instead of my plan. You know, the other thing that we learn is don't allow the words of others to be more important than the word of God. The second thing that they did is they put their trust in God's truth, not in others' opinions. Can you imagine what that looked like in that town with Mary and Joseph? And everybody giving their opinion on everything. I am sure people said, Joseph, you need to leave her. You need to walk out of here. This is going to mess up your life. Mary, are you sure? You know, you must be lying. I, man, people probably came at them in every direction. Think about Joseph in this situation. It must have been really hard to see your fiance get pregnant and believe that the Holy Spirit gave her the baby. So originally... It says that Joseph planned to divorce Mary quietly, but then an angel spoke to Joseph. So instead of taking the easy, culturally accepted path and leave her, Joseph listened to God's truth. Especially in a world today, you can't flip a station, you can't look like a, at a news report, you can't get on Google, you can't get on your computer, you can't get on your phone without hearing so much opinion, so much distraction. I said it the other day, I clicked on one little interesting story, right? And it just took me away. See, the enemy wants to distract all of our thoughts. God, he's trying to get your attention. And so instead of taking the easy route, he stayed with Mary and was the earthly father to Jesus. See, he didn't allow the words of others to be more important than the word of God. And so in the middle of our doubts, in the middle of the unplanned chaos, God is with us. I want to encourage you today that if you're going through anything that was unplanned, if you're going through something that wasn't in your life plan, I want you to know that God is with you. I want you to tell that to yourself because I could tell it to you all day long and just say, God is with me. See, God knows already the end. We're on the journey, but how many of you know that God has already laid it out? God's already won the battle. He already knows what it's going to look like. And so we have to trust in God's plan. The third thing they did is they trusted God during the trial. Isn't it awesome when something amazing happens in your life, it's easy to celebrate God. But how about when you're going through a trial? That is a lot more difficult, amen? See, God's plan is always higher than our plan, but it's easier to believe that when things go better than we plan. 
But Mary and Joseph learned that God's plan is still good, even when it seems bad. You know, that is the true test of trusting in God. Is it even when it looks crazy, right? Even when there's storms around you, even when it's not what you planned, God is there, right there with you. Thank God you didn't give up. You see, imagine being nine months pregnant, riding a donkey across the country, getting to your destination only to realize there was no hotel room for you. Perfect, right? Mary and Joseph, after obeying God's plan, so they're like, okay, we're going to go through with this. We're going to make this thing happen. This isn't what I planned. I really don't like the way this looks, but I'm going to say yes to you, Lord. They go through all of that, and then they get to the city. You would have thought God would have at least had a space for them. But instead, where do they end up? In a little manger is where Jesus was born. You see, they have a baby in a stable and use a manger as a crib. It must have felt like God had abandoned them. But the crazy thing is this, that God was with them more than he had ever been. Who can sit here today and say, there's been times when it looked crazy, but I felt God more in the middle of my storm than ever before. Sometimes we're going through the valley of our life, and that's the moment where you feel the presence of God more than ever. When you're standing on top of a mountain and everything's going great and you're celebrating and celebrating, oh, everything's great. But when we're going through a trial and our plan doesn't look like the plan that we wrote down, but God has a different plan, how many of you know it's in that moment that you know there's really a God? Because he didn't let you sink, amen? He didn't let that storm wipe you out. So they have this baby in the stable. And Jesus was called Emmanuel, which means God with us. If you ever feel lonely, if you ever feel abandoned, say that name and just say, Emmanuel. Emmanuel. God is with us. You are not alone tonight. Jesus was called Emmanuel, which meant God is with us. So in the middle of a dirty stable, in the middle of all of their doubts, in the middle of a situation which just didn't look like a good plan, God sent a message he sent a message in the form of a baby that he is with us. And ultimately, Mary and Joseph's story shows us that God's plan is better than ours could ever be. You see, God's plan is always better than ours could ever be. And part of that adventure is getting to trust God through the unknown. But sometimes it feels like we're in a space of unknown. Sometimes it's not familiar. Things change. Gosh, man, my husband and I, we had a mortgage company. Everything was going great. We were in the real estate in the middle of a boom. And then one day, they were like, banks are foreclosing. Everything is going down. This is in 2008. And overnight, we were in the unknown because we were in the mortgage industry. And so what we had known, what we had built, overnight, everything shifted. But you know the only difference, there was one big difference. I'm not kidding. He had a very, very good friend, two of them, one who comes to our church, literally fall with a heart attack. They were in the same industry we were in. The, uh, thank God he had a relationship with the Lord, and he, you know God got him through that season. Our whole life kind of flipped upside down for a minute, but another best friend fell down on his dock, had a heart attack, and died. I mean, something like that, it just shifted, and it was like a season of unknown. But I can tell you this, I remember looking at my husband and I said, thank God we have a relationship with Jesus because I can't imagine 
what this must be like to go through something like this and not know who your God is. And so I want to tell you, you have the best gift ever. Is that when you're facing the unknown, when you're facing a circumstance that you were not prepared for, you have a God that is not going to abandon you in that storm. Amen? And part of the adventure is getting to trust God through the unknown. And I think that God knows that if he gave us our whole life plan, we would probably not believe it. Or if he gave it to you, you would probably try to change it. See, we got to trust God because part of the process is learning to trust God. Say, I got to trust God. And many people think, see, many think the reason he chose her is because of her willingness. But upon hearing how this would play out in her life, Mary's response says, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. See, I don't know. I mean, she would, Mary, did you know that your son would die on a cross? Did you know that he would do all of these things? Did you know you would mother that child? I mean, her whole life, even in the beginning, she knew that her son was destined to the cross, destined for death. She knew there was a purpose in that. But Mary simply said yes to the Lord with no conditions. Can you say, Lord, I'll do it, no conditions? Ask yourself that question. Do you love your God like Mary loved her God enough to say, even if it costs me, even if I don't like it, even if the plan that you laid out for me isn't what I chose, God, I'm here, you call me, and I'm going to do it, not requiring anything, no conditions. The reality is that some of us would say, God, but you know, I'll do all this if you'll do this. If you take care of this, then I'll do that. Because a lot of times we want to have our way. Where are you in your life right now? How much of you have you truly surrendered? Are you living the truth that your life is not your own and that you've been bought with a price? And the reality is, is that God owns everything and every good thing that happens to you is because God allows that. And he says, I allow you to do that. And so the question is this, is do, can you truly say that you have truly surrendered and that you understand that every good thing that you have is because God has allowed it in your life? Not because we did it. Sometimes we think we made it happen and think people need to praise us because of what we've done. And God said, really? He said, I lined it all up for you. I opened the right doors for you. Is there something that you're missing out on because you won't let God leave? It's not a Messiah that was coming. How many of you know he's here? You have a Messiah. His name is Jesus. He's a savior of the world. He walked on water without a single bit of effort. He came and died to make us new, and he gave sight to the blind with just some dirt and saliva. He woke up from a deep sleep and calmed a raging storm with his hands. He sped over 5,000 with a tiny bit of bread and fish, and he does the miraculous every day. The biggest miracle he ever did is that he forgave you and he forgave me. You see, no matter what we face in life, we have someone that we can turn to and his name is Jesus. And always remember, when you put your trust in God, he will fuel your faith. Invite Rosalinda to speak at your meeting or group. Go to rosalinda.live for more details. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at rosalinda.live. 
If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.